2: Feed me, Feed me more Feed
1: me more Feed me more Feed me more
2: The Ryback Show starts now Welcome to the Ryback Show. I am your host, the Big Guy Ryback. Happy Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. We are streaming on Instagram, the Big Guy Ryback 22, and we are back on TikTok, the Big Guy Ryback 22. Good to see everybody over there that joins the live show, guys. We, uh, If things get out of hand, we uh, the, the TikTok stream will be stopping. If I think I'm going to go on a rant or uh, we have a, a rowdy caller, I will. I will take a quick brief timeout. I will stop the TikTok stream as there are more uh, rules and regulations on there. I cannot say certain words. You know, mm-hmm. I, I like to be able to have the freedom to, of speech on here to to speak uh, how I see fit in, in you know in any given situation with that. But uh, you know, TikTok they have certain words that you just can't say on that, like cuss words, or like we're different things. So, but uh, good to see everybody over there on that once again. Guys, come on over if you want to be a part of this show and call in the People's Podcast here. Come to Twitter Spaces at Ryback. Thank you to all my great Twitter subscribers. I follow all subscribers back. The support is is greatly, greatly appreciated. You guys, just hit that request to speak if you would like to join the show on Twitter Spaces. We are live on Ryback TV on YouTube. Super chats are greatly appreciated and brought up on the screen in between taking calls, guys. I thank you all for your love and support on there as well. We are streaming on Facebook at Ryback Reeves and also on Twitch at Ryback Rules. This show is available on all podcast platforms right after the live version, anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes after the live. So if you can't catch us every morning, Monday through Friday here, listen to the audio version. It it greatly helps the cause. We continue to move up the audio charts. got a top-rated pro wrestling health and fitness podcast, guys, on two different sectors there with our overall total views and listens across all the platforms. Now streaming live on six platforms, not five, six, and then on the audio after. So we are on seven platforms. So those audio numbers are not true to true to real time listens and, and watches or however you wanna you wanna count those across across all the platforms. So I like to stress that because some people only look at the audio charts and it could be very deceiving. I might be number 65 on the audio for pro wrestling right now, but overall we could we're very easily in the top ten. With overall listen. So this is one of the most listened to shows out there. Whether you want to hear it or not, it's the facts. Jack, I've got one of the largest followings. Hong Kong, tooth that horn. We like to piss off the haters from time to time on here. Try to stay humble as much as possible, but every once in a while, you've just gotta you've gotta put a little salt on that wound and and rub it in and then give them a few elbows really, really hard with right at the point of the elbow, right into their jaw. <laughs> all right, all right. Guys, iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated on there. If you want to take time to write a review on iTunes, thank you very much. This show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweetened with stevia and monk fruit, no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors for all people, men and women, he, she, and thee. feedmemore.com. dot com. New customers can save thirty percent discount code Ryback thirty. Ryback three zero. Returning customers can save twenty percent discount code FeedMe twenty. FeedMe two zero. And you get a free Feed Me More Nutrition shaker bottle with all orders, guys. Right now, just select it as your free gift, feedmemore.com. I'm enjoying my Finish It BCAA Electrolyte Matrix uh, Cotton Candy. I like to have two servings during the show and another serving during my workout with that. All right, all right, all right. Let's get rocking and rolling. Don't let me forget that I'm on TikTok today, guys. I don't want <laughs> like to be able to to get the the views racked in on TikTok, with that that account is a complete mess over there. Continue to lose followers. I've, I'm approaching a hundred thousand followers lost on TikTok in the last like four months. After all these the years of gaining and being one of the top followed pro wrestlers, they have done the Twitter format and just taken everything away. Can't go viral anymore. And um, I've uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Good to see. Let me take a look at the chat here, guys. I uh, yeah, we're gonna see. I've got another feeding time. I'm talked to. I, Kimmy Granger reached out yesterday. Kimmy wants to come on the show. I forgot to send her a request actually on the on the damn Twitter Spaces. With that, I talked to, to Phoenix and Alexis Fox as well about Alexis trying to get her on feeding time. Phoenix gets back into town on Friday. So we'll have to see uh i'll see if i can't find somebody to to do a feeding time with but i I ideally would like to get that youtube fixed it is it is really really messed up over here with everything the suppression is is not it's not a good thing with what's going on so we uh i have also we're in the works i've got to talk with my agent later today about a new ryback action figure with one of the companies one of the companies that Matt Cardona goes through, we t- talked about it briefly with Shawnee on here. And uh, it looks like we're going to, we might start out and do a limited edition, uh back first action figure, the first one here. And then, uh, and then go from there. But the cool thing is now owning my name and brand, I could do all these deals, no matter what I'm doing, no matter if I signed with somebody else, I'm in control of my brand. And uh, this is going to be <clears throat> cost a lot of money to win this, but this is where it starts coming back with everything. Um, let me take a look at this. I always love, so take a minute. I get my orders on uh, when orders come through on Feed Me More Nutrition on here. And now we just sent out the uh, the gift for today, which very clearly states that if you are to redeem the gift, the gym bag, the free gym bag, wrist straps, lifting straps, workout gloves, and you get the shaker bottle, that you must purchase a supplement or supplements very clearly states that twice, twice. And uh, we we have a handful of people that think that they can just like, Hey, we'll just get free gifts with that. And like the orders get canceled out right away, either by me or by the fulfillment company. So <laughs> you guys you're wasting your time. If you try to just get something for free and think, Oh, we're just going to get $85 worth of free stuff with that. And, and not, you know, you got to buy a supplement or a supplement stack guys with it that's the deal so thank you we've got a super chat coming up here junior let me get twitter here the uh junior sheriff big ups to the beast ryback feed me more love the food reviews thank you very much brother greatly appreciated I have a great time doing all the content, you guys. It it is really, really, it it is a good time. And uh, I really want to get these numbers up to where they should be. And we are working on getting things fixed further, hopefully, very, very soon. All right, let's start taking some calls here. What do we got going on today here in Twitter spaces? Bring on Devin. Devin for a question today. Hello, welcome to the Ryback Show. Hey, Ryback, how are you, man? Doing well. I'm on my new iPhone 14 here, so i have got we got streaming on all the platforms. I'm feeling good. The sound's a little better on this, on this device as well, so life is good over here. Yeah, it does sound a lot better. I noticed, I was like, did he get some new equipment or something? No, just upgraded yeah. to the new, I had a free upgrade, I didn't realize. So I was like, oh, I better get this. So now I can stream on my other phone on TikTok, while I I'm like, I've got all the devices all hooked up going. So we're all over the place, but the sound and the pictures are way better on this.
3: Oh yeah. I could tell, man. I was on my computer watching you on uh, Instagram uh, and I was like, Oh man, did he get like a new, he he got something new. So, (laughs) but, um, so yeah, I got a question for you. All right. Um, so my question is, How's so? How's everything going? Like with this Goldberg? Has does does Goldberg know that you are actually trying to get a match with him, or is he completely doesn't acknowledge it, or like what's what's how's things
2: going on his end? I've got to talk now, with my the guy who's going to be representing me. That call was about a week and a half ago, maybe well not quite two weeks ago that I put that call in. Who's who's mutual friends with Bill and 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 Barry Bloom, his agent. Um, and, and he was going to be having a conversation with them. I would say based off my knowledge that he is aware, I think, and that it, but we have not, the next step would be for me and Bill to talk to see if that is a, a possibility. I actually have to call, have a talk with him later today, my guy and see what, what the deal is. And, uh, well, as far as what I was told was bill was, was communicating with, with WWE and AEW as far as possibilities. He had no idea as far as what I was told uh, what he was going to do yet. The all I could say is there was excitement on the end of everything being received, that I was interested in this with it. Now that doesn't mean that Bill that, that, that doesn't mean that Bill is or anything. It just simply means I think the guy was excited to, to relay the information with that. So the next step will be to hopefully see if Bill and, and me could could somehow get a conversation in place which is, and then, and then from there, it's going to, you know, but I've been pretty transparent on this. My, my goal right now is to just keep, I just keep everything buzzing just with it. It's not going anywhere. Bill's not doing anything right now, but it's the, we'll see what, we'll see what we can get done. And if it's a possibility and you know, Bill might, might very well, this is, I'm just being very realistic. Bill might go, look, I really want this done in WWE and, and that that could create some severe complications in the matter. Right. And I so, but that's why we need to talk and see. And because this is going to be Bill, this isn't my final match. This is Bill's final match. So, this is, but my return could be my return on uh, endless possibilities. So, I'm not like, I, and I have no, like, I'm not like, people, I have no fear. Like, Bill, if Bill just says, I don't give a shit, I don't want to do this, I give two fucks. Like, I just go, fine, great, I'm going to continue on, I'm coming back there's plenty of scenarios for me to come back into with it. I just think what the if I am able to share my vision and, and hear Bill's vision and see if they line up, I think there's a very very good possibility he's going to realize that this is the best case scenario for both of us. He right. may not feel that way though I I in the, my heart I truly believe with what I know and the story that I want to tell that I'm not going to elaborate on that this is fucking money all the way through for all everybody right. so
3: absolutely and I, I i know it'd be a great match i don't think i know it would be a great match two of my favorite wrestlers of all time going head to head your this is one of my dream matchups that i've wanted to see i really hope goldberg hears all of this and you know I, I wanted to accept your match because to be honest i think that i wouldn't say it's a passing of the torch because i know what you've done in your career and you've done a lot in your career so I Thank would say you. this is more of like yes sir. Uh, I would say this is more of like a, you know, here, you know, cuz you you guys are alike but you at the same time you're not alike, you know. You guys are both powerhouses, you guys have powerhouse moves. Um, you know,
2: different personalities though in a lot yeah, in a lot very, of ways. Very d- different personalities and that's that's
3: when I that's when I say you guys are the alike but you're also very different, and that's what would make this matchup very unique. And I would exactly watch every single bit of it, and I would effing love it, dude.
2: But um, I don't want to tell you guys. The, the most difficult thing for me is the story that I and, and what the I can't tell you guys really anything without telling. I want the match is what I could tell you. I, I there's there's some pieces in this that will I'm telling everybody. Hardcore wrestling fans, casual wrestling fans. There's some pieces in this that not just don't involve me and Bill that I, I truly genuinely believe it could be one of the best pieces of business ever done. If this can, if my vision can come to fruition on what I see, but so I can only tell you guys that without telling you what that is, because it would ruin it. But I think if I could talk to Bill and I can get everybody on board with, with what I see that, uh, They're going to realize I'm just going to tell you I'm being very there is no other person they could do a match with Bill that is going to do anything near what me and Bill will do because of the vision that I have. And I understand that people are going to go, you're full of shit. You don't know you, but you don't know what I know and what I the story that it's that I want to unfold with this and how I want to do so. And uh, and it will it's a win win for me. It's a win win for Bill. It's a win win for for the promotion that does it. And it's, and then for the fans, most importantly. So,
3: right, right. And um, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's good to hear from you. Um, but um, quick prediction, real quick. Do you think LA Knight's going to be the United States champion, or do you think he's going to go
2: on next year and win the Rumble and uh, dethrone somebody at next year's WrestleMania? Uh, it's tough. So part of me wants to think that WWE is because so he's getting some serious momentum really quickly. Oh, yeah. Like, like it, it's like the, the internet buzz has transferred over to the crowds. Cause like, like six months ago he was getting, he was, it was, it was, it was there a little bit, but it wasn't, it was, it was, it was slowly brewing, but not, it right. hadn't really started taking off. And now it's almost like, uh, you remember, you know, Daniel Bryan, when he was getting kind of fucked over, screwed right. over and, and, but punk left and like, but they were forced to use Daniel and, and like they needed another to make another top star really quickly. With it, and so like, and I don't think they were gonna do that with him prior because Punk was there. So like, the the everything lined up perfectly. This is one of those situations because they don't like the guys to get really over because then things can come unpredictable on their end, in the sense of they want to have control, and if if they let him keep getting hotter and hotter and hotter, right? It's it, like because let's say like, Ro- like Roman got pushed how hard for how long never got those reactions very yeah. few people get over yeah. on their own when like to the degree that it's starting to happen with him and it's very early on still but like they what I I feel they may do is they may throw him a bone in the sense of give him the U.S. title now in where people kind of like oh okay they're gonna slowly build him to the championship and then try to find a way to cool it off over time like. Right
3: exactly and
2: but if they keep fucking them over right people that could also allow that momentum to keep building where people keep getting like angrier and louder but then they it's they right they they could they could do what they did like with me or different people where they just start making it really obvious like where and where it's like rubbing it in people's faces but it might be one of those situations and i and this is something you never want to have happen But say his momentum continues to go, but he doesn't win a title or they don't really know where they give him the U.S. title and they try to see if it sustains itself. Like they might see if the people are still with him with a U.S. title run and which a lot of that's going to depend on the booking and and the creative on all of that. But say like somebody like a Seth or a Cody went down with injury again with it, then they might be forced to like, well, damn, we got to put somebody. We're just going to go with him because he's hot. Like those are the kinds of situations where sometimes when momentum is on your side and they might not want to let you go all the way, but by circumstance, you know, Roman went out or, or Randy can't come back or something, just as where they, they go, we need another moneymaker to go. Bray's not coming back. Whatever the case may be, then then luck may be on his side where he might, that run might really pay off. It's tough because, you know, Vince, they, just from what we know and you hear and they say Vince viewed him as just a manager because he's 40 or 41 or whatever the case may be which is kind of silly because he's he's in great shape and he's not he doesn't look old at all in any of that he's not like he's not 50 or 60 years old right, the guy right. could have an 8 to 10 year run if he, everything is really good or even five really strong three doesn't matter like if money's money regardless it doesn't matter about your age it's, he's he's seasoned he's ready to go like so it just depends on how Vince views him and if they if they don't want him in that inner circle he never will be but
3: right yeah, that makes sense, but, um, all right. Oh, hold on one second. My friend wants to say hi real quick. He's a big fan.
4: Hey, right back. I'm a big fan of you. Uh, my name is
1: Jackson Jones from South Bend, Indiana, and, of course, feed me
2: more. Always hungry. I love it, buddy. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, come on. That was a little too much, but, no. That was okay. good. That that was really good. He felt it. I, I, was, I was with that, so I dig it. <laughs> All right, Ryback. Right well, thanks, man. You have a great freaking day. And yes, feed him more, Goldberg. Thank have you, brother. Take there. care. Yep, you too. Bye-bye. Good deal. All fired up over there. All fired up in Indiana. I love it. Thank you, Master Splinter over in the chat. Phone lines are open. Guys, you want to be part of the Ryback show, join over on Twitter spaces at Ryback. I was able to do a Twitter spaces. They were on the show yesterday yesterday. The the woman I told you guys about with the young uh son who came and saw me live when he was three or four years old, um who who reached out and was seeing if I he's 14 now and, and we've been trying to get him on for like the last week and a half. She actually was on the show yesterday. I blocked her because the the stalker had created five or six accounts and we were catching them because we could see when he has his accounts, they're brand new. And she had a brand new account, and I thought she was the one who had like the troll in her account. And so I just figured it just, it like, it, and I think she even had chase in the thing, like her son. And I just completely had forgotten that she was going to try to come on. And I blocked her, but then she, she lucky, she messaged me back on IG and, uh and I go, Oh no, 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 no. And, and so I made a Twitter spaces and she, her son got out of camp five, her time, two 30 or five 30 around their time, two 30 I got back from the gym and, um was able to, to get get her on. I did a Twitter spaces with him and talked to him yesterday for a bit. So I was glad I got to got to talk to young Chase and uh and make that situation good. Poor they're waiting to talk to me on the show and I block them. <laughs> but I think she knew because I'd mentioned the the stalker. And I go, oh man, because like she got him and they were waiting. I felt horrible. I go, that's the last thing I wanted to do. They're like, yeah, come on the show. I'll bring you on to talk. And then I block them. like oh that's a horrible thing to do all right all right let's see here we've got a new caller coming in here looping the kite man i tell you man i used to love flying kites as a kid i haven't done that forever hello hello hey big guy how you doing i'm well how are you today i'm doing good um, I, I know you probably touched
1: on this before, but I haven't listened to in a little bit. What do you have to, about the Booker T situation, would you take an actual fight with him?
2: 1,000%. I was the one that offered it. <laughs> so are we going to see y'all actually uh, go at it? Just two days ago when it the literally thing that he did his podcast, which by the way, so you guys got to, if you got to go watch his show to get the, the dirt sheets once again, strike where they take something and make it look like it's a little different where <clears throat> he uh, it's not nearly as bad if you watch on his thing. But so here's the deal with it. And I have said this all along with it. I, I 1000% with you, a uh, WWE being owned by Endeavor with it. I think there's a perfect opportunity because WWE one is trying to prevent me from revenue on everything I'm doing anyways. So, like, here's the deal. If we're going to fight, I'm going to get paid for it. He's going to get paid for it. We're not 15 years old with it. I'm the one that issued the challenge with it. I 1,000% on a premium live event, whatever it is, there will be no issues with WWE, with Endeavor, getting a UFC-sanctioned fight in an octagon, five five-minute rounds. I'll put, I, and I'm not going to say everything up front. I am willing to put some major things on the line to get him Booker T representing WWE and let me go in there and whoop that ass because it 1000% is going to go my way. Probably one round is all I'm going to need promise. So So I said that two days ago with it. And nobody wants to talk about it. I literally said all of that two days ago. So are you saying
1: the dirt sheets, uh, the dirt sheets kind of get it wrong sometimes and they misinterpret stuff?
2: Oh, all the time. They, they, they take something, a little piece out of context on something and make it like they made that whole thing look like Booker T if you go watch his show and then you read the if you watch the the, the versions of everything that came out with the little image of the thing <clears throat> and I know enough where I go you got to go go listen he go oh I don't really you know I don't I don't he goes I'm not looking for a fight with everything and then him, him and then the Mark Little co-host are, are joking around with it and whatnot but he's like he goes oh if it's on site it's on site like what does that even mean when is it going to be on site like when are me and him even getting like, that's just eight months from now. Like, no, let's set it up and let's actually fight. I gave him every chance. I go, you want to talk? He goes, and he, then he, he does this deal where he, he goes, yeah, come on my show. And then he pulls the bullshit to make me look bad that making I'm making ridiculous demands with it. This is where I'm like, man, you, I let it go for too long. He takes little shots, little shots. And even his brother knows. He's doing it to try to get over with Vince in the WWE because he knows my issues with him. It's disrespectful. He's the one that's been disrespectful from the start. I've been nothing but kind towards him over my career and talking to him and about him. When I'm like, man, if it's not your business, and this is what I was trying and I wanted to talk to him and still want to talk about with it. If it's not your business or you don't know about it and you've worked with somebody, I'm friends with all the other guys. WWE officials follow me still top ones. Pritchard follows me still with it. There's certain people that follow me on that other top guys from different generations. With that we follow each other. They have relationships with WWE. I don't get mad at that. They know I have issues with WWE. They don't get mad. They don't get involved with that. So it's like, why did Booker feel the need to insert himself into something that had nothing to do with him when I never had spoke ill or, or, or negatively of the man? So this is all him going out of his way to try to get over with WWE at my expense. And I just simply had enough of it. And I told him, I go, look, if you want to fucking talk, we could talk. If not, let's just fucking fight. This is where I'm at with it. Because I go, it's my reputation on the line, my brand, and I've got a stalker on this who listens to words from people like this who sits there and is like about the, oh, you're making these demands. You you won't talk to him It's like, no, I made myself available right away to talk to him. He was the one that backed out because WWE told him not to talk to me. They don't want to give me a platform. So, but I put it out two days ago, man. I don't know what anybody, why that hasn't made headlines. I don't, do you think, you, you answer me this on your side, your point of view on it. Don't with yes. WWE being owned by Endeavor. Don't you think it would be pretty easy to get a UFC-sanctioned octagon at a WWE event? I, I think it would be since they're they are yes, yeah, since Endeavor does own them. I think
1: you can see a lot of crossover between WWE and UFC. Will we see it? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I can see it happening.
2: And here's my other thing. I think this is the first step. I'm giving them a freebie on this of what they can do. This is a a new way for WWE with angles, with talent. This isn't something you're going to do all the time. But with heated rivalries, if you truly want to do it, and like you've got to have guys that have a a set set on them that aren't afraid, they go, we're going to, you know, before in the old days, a feud used to be settled in a steel cage, right? Now we could do a feud, a proper one, and maybe it's just for very rare circumstances like something like this, where it's like, look, we have an issue. Let's go in there like men, and let's go handle it with it. And that's my—I think there's a huge opportunity. But here, and I'm going to tell you, he's going to try to discredit it, and that's what he tried to do with the Bellator stuff. I never wanted to go fight in Bellator. I'm giving a going on a rant. Just say, let's get in the cage. You want to go? You want to talk? You don't want to? You don't want to apologize? You don't want to hear the truth on the situation? I'm a man. You're a man, right? Let's just go in there and settle it, and then let it be what it's going to be. That's it. So, and it's up, that's up to him. I, I put that out two days ago on it, so. Well, and I think it's all, there's always been
4: like the speculation of could wrestlers actually compete
1: in MMA? And uh, you had a couple of people, Bobby Lashley. Did uh, great. Right? Obviously Brock yep. did it well. There There is that big crossover of seeing like, who could actually compete in MMA? And I, I for one, I think, I think you've,
2: I know, you know I can because I've done, done the training like the and I've tank. trained with some I don't good know people. Take, buddy, but I, I I think you compete. The I oh, I know I can. And the, the the gas tank issue is that's the most laughable thing. Like I have the endurance factor for me is something that has never been an issue. Like I have great pride in my in fact, I would say I have one of the best gas tanks of a guy my size of any pro wrestler ever, with it. And it's if anybody that's watched my conditioning videos will tell you. <clears throat> but Here's the deal. And now you tell me this too. I, I think there is no doubt in my mind if this is done appropriately, properly with this and Ryback versus WWE represented by Booker T. And then we're going to go and settle this in the octagon with everything that has gone on. This has given WWE everything and it's going to make him eat his words on that. Him thinking they're going to extend his career because if he loses, which he will, they will be done with him. But I am willing to like, what do I need to do to get him in the, in the octagon? That's what do I need to put my trademarks on the line that if I lose WWE can own all my trademarks. I'm at, there's I'm like, I'm all in on this. This is where I'm at with, I'm trying to get you guys. This is real life though. Of This company suppressing me illegally trying to hurt me. And this guy taking little shots. I'm dealing with a 12 year stalker case threatening to kill me and my family. The games are over like with this it's man up. I'm ready to go. I can all risk it all to go prove my point to the world because I'm going to go for a level of success that nobody's really, what, really gone for before in this. in pro wrestling, and people want people that believe in themselves, that have confidence, and can go in there and walk the walk and talk the talk. Into the day of vanilla midgets and all these gymnastics and Cirque du Soleil failed gymnasts in there and doing their little clapping hand routines, you've got guys like me waiting to come back who's gone through everything to get my health back. And I'll go, you know what? I'm willing to risk it all to show you guys everything that has gone on and that the truth always wins. With it, And we'll see if he has that same hunger to back up because he's not going to. Because he's not fighting for his life. He's not fighting for his survival. He's not fighting for the truth. He's representing lies and bullshit, and he knows it. Well, and
3: also the thing is WWE probably won't let him do this fight.
2: But you guys know that I'm all in, and you guys have heard it all here. So you know if they don't, you can see the reality of the situation. Right. And if Vince has a set, or Hunter Pinman has a set, or anybody, Endeavor, whoever over there, they will. I'm literally putting it all on the line. Come make an example out of me. You're gonna pay me. Come make an example out of me. I'm gonna get it all back in one night. Goldberg can all wait. Right. This I'll will be, be MVP my MVP. this will be my appetizer. This will be the appetizer before I go take on Goldberg somewhere else.
1: I would love to see it happen. I don't think WWE will let it happen. Yeah. I would love to see it happen,
2: buddy. But that's what, brother, I said it two days ago, talked about it, touched on it briefly yesterday, <clears throat> and it's like nobody nobody cares about that. They're just like, oh, Booker on site. No, I'm willing to put it on the line. We could do this at a, a pay-per-view premium live event. This, no doubt, will get everybody's interest for the first time ever, a real octagon MMA match, not a lion's den, not a work match, a true, you want full UFC U sought the drug testing, Booker? Whatever you want, I'm willing to do whatever we need to do To get in there for me for the truth to win because I'm fighting for my life. And this, this is all could have been, this call could have been squared away by you just being a man and having a conversation. But I'm going to make an example of this. This is me versus WWE. And since you like to speak up for them and all their bullshit and their lies, you could represent them. And we can then see if they're going to extend your contract 15 years or not.
1: Dude, I I think you would get a, a lot of views on that. I think there would be a lot of people who would watch that. I think it would be one of those. I think it would be pretty
2: big. Yeah, I know it will. So I'm willing to say that, and let's see if the dirt sheets cover that, and let's put the ball in WWE's court. They can call my agent. We can get that all set up very quickly with all of that. We'll get a date. We'll get it announced. And then we if you guys want me, if I got to put my trademarks on the line to make this happen, Vince, you can have it all back with one night of King Booker can beat the big guy but i guarantee you i'm gonna whoop that ass all over that octagon i swear to god i'm gonna walk him down stomp him down and leave him unconscious mark my words this is my life it's everything on the line with this so this is we'll see what what he has you know i appreciate it big guy you're welcome brother thank you good deal A little appetizer before Goldberg. <clears throat> Take a look here one second guys. Somebody says it sounds like pretty much Ryback is trying to get paid out of all this at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm going to do a fight. I'm going to fight professionally. He's under contract to WWE. He's already making excuses. He can't fight anywhere else. He could fight in WWE, though. They're owned by Endeavor. So I'm simply pointing out the obvious. I'm putting them in a corner. If you guys, I'm 1000% putting them in a corner. They've stopped me from getting paid for seven plus years on, on multiple things. The most one, the illegal of all the social media suppression with everything that they've done with this. I can get this all back and make this right in one night with it. And we'll see. He's the one that wants to speak up and represent them on everything. He wants to get involved in me versus WWE. He can represent them then in, a, in an octagon, and we can get it done. Five five-minute rounds, and we'll see what he's all about. People talking about, oh, Booker's, he knows he's from the streets. He's from, what, he robbed a fucking Wendy's? Get the fuck out of here. Don't give us from the fucking streets. I don't give a fuck. None of that means shit when you're in there. So we'll see. We'll see, because you're you're speaking on shit you don't know anything about, and this is my life and my brand with everything, and I've survived it all. This will be a cakewalk. God, give me a fucking goal. Give me a fucking goal. Everyone's gonna find out, and I'm gonna talk the talk and I'm gonna walk the walk. And then they have about they have a new idea for for programs and for people where they could hold they could hold events like this on on the wrestling events. I'm telling you. People, it's going to do big numbers. People are going to tune in to watch it. It's not going to be a work. It's not going to be, it's going to be the real deal. Hello, hello. All right, let's get going. Take a look at this account real quick. We've got Christopher Nix. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Ryback Show. You just got to turn the speaker on the bottom left there, Chris.
5: Hey, my, uh, Ryback, what's going
2: on, buddy? Not much. How are you? What's, what's on your mind today? Man, you are, I'm your biggest fan
5: of WWE, and I've been watching about Judgment Day taking over the blog line, man. What's your thought about that?
2: about about what now?
5: The Judgment Day taking over as the new uh as the new host of WWE. What do you think about that over Broadn?
2: Oh, I think they're great. Everything they've got going, uh they've got a lot of momentum. This has been this has paid off huge. Everybody that they have all individually gotten over and as a group gotten over uh which is not an easy thing to do uh and it it is like Dom Dominic in Orea Finn and uh, Damian all of them have come in and Finn was already had established starting off but they've all been elevated with all of it and uh it's a beautiful thing man it, it really is so I'm happy for all of them involved what do
5: you think about uh Jay and Jimmy turning on uh Roman and Solo now, man
2: it's been it's been one of the best storylines that they've done in a very long time <laughs> if not ever, with all of it. And I, I think everyone's getting ready to see what, what direction this is going to go at the end, who's going to be the one that yeah. finally takes out Roman. You know, so I think they've done a, a fantastic job painting that picture over the course of the last few years. Uh,
5: I'm serious. You know, I think, I think Judgment Day is going to take over. And, uh, and another thing, I think Bianca is going to become uh, the new – wwe world's women you know women's world champion again man i really do and i hope she does
2: yeah i think she's doing absolutely amazing and i think she's gonna have plenty of of great opportunities in the foreseeable future yes well
5: right back you're my biggest fan brother and i wish you all well and hope you get back to in get back into the ring man i can't wait to see
2: it brother thank you very much you have a great day and i appreciate you coming on
5: And let me just
2: give you this. Feed me more. Always. Thank you very much, buddy. Yes,
5: sir, buddy.
2: Good deal. A lot of feed me mores today. I'm digging the feed me mores. I did stop. I stopped the TikTok for everybody. I stopped it earlier on that during the... uh, We already had... We had 10.4 thousand views really uh, quickly on that on there. So you can see the reach that the show has that's just on the on the live for the short that was on for 30 minutes on there 10 and a half thousand views not bad that right alone puts it in the top rated show just to give people an example on that not counting everything else and then that that will play for 24 hours on uh, on TikTok as well so it's great to get people to come to the other platforms and to come to the show let's see what we got we got kurt Kurt Armstrong here. I don't know. Kurt has a kind of suspicious account created in June. Looked like he followed a few people, retweeted a few things to make it look like an active account, possibly. That looks like we possibly got our our, our guy over there still still stalking and watching the show. Let me take a look at this other account. That looks like another another account that also fake account. We're going to bring on Don McGuire for a question. Hello, hello.
0: Oh, hey, right back.
2: How you doing today, Don? Hey.
0: Not much. Thank God for having me back on. It's kind of funny that this is the I'm on again and the Brooklyn Brawler's in the room finally. Again.
2: No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, he said he wouldn't be back on no Monday, but then I seen that, so I put a little comment on there saying Brooklyn Brawler's finally in the house. We get a brawler's corner, maybe. We, we gotta see. He might be busy. It's uh we'll have to see later here. What's on your yeah, mind I know, today? I know
0: he's in the room listening, so it's a good thing. But yeah, Brian back, I can't believe you put me back on. I appreciate it, brother.
2: Oh, you're very welcome.
0: I, li- I watched this sh- y'all to the show yesterday about that damn stalker coming back in there five six seven times
2: yeah it's uh it's a crazy thing it looks like he's already a couple of accounts in here today possibly so
0: Maybe we need to go talk to TK and get him in
2: a cage with you, and you, you could uh, meat <laughs> uh, hook his ass
0: and make him teach, uh, teach him a real
2: lesson. You know. We're just gonna wait for him to get arrested. Which uh I gotta <laughs> make another call today with with the detective, so we'll, well see. I'm just
0: saying, like you keep this up, maybe you, you should throw out the challenge like you did to Booker T, and maybe he'll accept it. We'll put him in a cage with you, and you can meet up and shell shock him, <laughs> and, and and talk to him as you're beating him down and making him, teach him a lesson about running his mouth to you and then running.
2: Yeah, that that's never gonna happen with a guy like that. So. He's, he's not about that like. yeah.
0: I know. I'm just saying, like, he always – I've, I've heard him talk to you, throwing down, saying he could take you and you're not worthy of this and that. And, you know, I'm just like, well, I'll be saying, well, get in the ring and find out, you know. That's how I'd be with that. But I'm not going to give him any freaking more credit because that's why I didn't even say his name like you don't want him to. But I was just saying, I was watching. I thought that was ridiculous yesterday.
2: Uh, thank you, brother. I, I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I do got a question though, man. Um, did you happen to watch AEW Dynamite last night
2: at all? I watched a good amount of it, yeah. Or different, a few different uh, parts. Did Not, you happen to see the uh the blood and
0: guts match, the War Games match last night? I saw
2: a portion of it. I had it on upstairs with it. I think I fell asleep right before it. I shut it off before it ended, but I, I had it on upstairs when I was working on my shoulder and it was catching pieces of it with there. And, and uh, but yeah, what what is what did you have a question about?
0: Uh, Yeah, what did you think of the match? Uh, Did you like how they did it, or did you think they overdid it with the weapons, the glass, and the thumbtacks
2: and stuff? Yeah, I saw that, and they had that big the nail thing, right? I saw Moxley lying on that, and then Omega, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, Do you think they
0: overdid it, or did you
3: like it?
2: No, I I mean, I understand what it is. I just think sometimes, like, storyline-wise, it's, you know... It, that match means a lot more the deeper the storyline is. I, I don't follow the AEW storylines quite as much as like even the WWE ones. It, or sometimes things are a lot quicker or spontaneous and, you know, but it's, uh, everything was good. I mean, it, I understand it. The crowd seemed to be really into it, which is what matters, you know.
0: Yeah, I was wondering, could you ever see yourself being in a match like that too?
2: It would have to be with, with the for the point of an angle where that would make sense you know, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah, like,
0: I you some good partners.
2: yeah. And it just, it's just one of those things. I, like it's, I I look at everything. It's if you're going to do stuff to your body like that and, and whatnot, it's like, well, what is it being done for? If it has a purpose and there's, there's a payoff with it, then, then that's one thing. If there's not, oh, I'll just let somebody else that, what that enjoys going and doing that sort of stuff. Like it's, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm pretty impartial to that. Like, but it would have to, I would have to be able to like. It would have. I would have to know what the angle is, or what what it's the. What's the point of it? You know.
0: Yeah, it'd be like maybe a storyline with like Punk from your history in WWE or your thing with Moxley when he was in the Shield or something, and then yeah, he just continues on with his BCC and stuff, and then you get partners and he gets his group and everything, and it's finally a full five on five because hopefully Brian's not injured and he's able to to wrestle because I heard he had to have uh, screws and a. And a long rod into his arm yesterday when he had to have surgery on his broken forearm that he had.
2: I saw that. That horrible injury. On, and I don't even know. I don't do you know how he broke his arm to begin with? Yeah, he, uh, yes
0: I do, Brian Mac. I apologize for talking over you. I don't mean to do that. I'm sorry. Um yeah, at Forbidden Door, he was fighting uh Kusuko Okada and Okada went off the ropes for an elbow and Daniel didn't protect himself and he broke his and, and his arm got broke then because you cause after that he couldn't even move his arm throughout the whole match.
2: Yeah, I saw the X-rays of the break. That her, horrific break on that. Yeah, so. and
0: he was uh, the Okada going up the rope for an elbow, and then Brian said at the scrum, the post
2: show scrum that they had, that he didn't protect himself in time and he broke his arm. So was his was his arm like laying out, and Okada landed on his arm?
0: Yeah, it was like he was, he was laying down for an uh, for an elbow. Yeah, and his arm was like laying down when Okada hit the elbow. It kind of like you could see when he got back up, his arm was couldn't move. He didn't protect himself from
2: the elbow drop, right? And he broke his arm and his arm broke. That sounds like, I'd have to watch it, but it sounds like Okada might have landed on him. That You can't really do too much on that position. You got it, like your arms, only if you're by your side, that's you with a guy's body weight. You got to make sure your body weight isn't landing on the guy on yeah, that, so.
0: I think that he, he said it was his fault, like when he said to watch mainstream, if you got the Bleacher Report and you got Forbidden Door. You'd have to go back and order
2: it and watch it and see. Yeah, it's, I'd have to take a look and see. I've had moves where guys. I, I I'm not a fan, man. Of you've got to really be careful coming off the top and landing on guys. The I used to when I used to do the splash. I used to do the splash off the top. I would land on my knees and let my knees, and so my body weight wasn't coming on the guy because yeah. it, 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 you, when you're heavier, you and it's hard on your knees doing that. But like there's guys, even guys that are 200 something pounds and doing 450s or different things. I had PJ Black did a 450 on me, and I had my arms perfectly, everything, and his weight, he came down and hit me on the arm, and it shot my, the weight, his weight, his weight landed, like, towards, like, my hand, and it, like, hyperextended my arm, and my elbow, we're lucky it didn't fucking break it, but it, uh, I remember I had to wrap my elbow for, like, a month.
1: I remember. remember.
2: It was, uh, it's it's painful, man, that stuff, anything off the top, you got to be really careful with your weight, because. Your on your arms, your elbow. That stuff comes down. You you have really no way to protect yourself on your arms if you're even because you keep your arms in. You try to sit up into it a little bit, different things. But if they're coming down at a different angle, it 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 could cause people don't realize. I mean, you can cause some real damage. And that 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 is something. That's a horrible fucking injury. On that to snap your, I mean, snap your your elbow, your arm, and yeah. So it's.
0: Yeah, I think Okada landed right. It's just that Daniel Bryan said he didn't tuck himself in at the right time or didn't protect himself at the right time when Okada was yeah. coming off. Like, like, Daniel knew he was going to do it. But I think Bryan didn't uh, protect himself at the time, and Okada heard it, and he broke his arm because when he got back up, he wrestled the rest of that match with yeah. an arm that couldn't move. He won the match. And you can see by the crowd, I don't think uh, Danielson was supposed to win by the shock of the crowd, but he got him some kind of weird submission and made him tap out. But he was armless that whole time. He literally had to use his foot to get his arm behind his back because Brian could not use his arm.
2: That's incredible. Yeah, it was. Uh, he's he's tough, no doubt, to get through yeah. that. That's. I mean, I can't even imagine because that break was clean. That was. I mean, that 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 was completely. Yeah, I seen
0: that yesterday. I didn't know if you saw it.
2: Yeah, I have to go back. I'll have to go back and watch. I want. I'm going to see if I can find the clip of the break. I, I'm curious to see that myself.
0: Yeah, the match was really good, actually. I mean, him and Okada was really a good match. Uh, the match you really do need to see from Forbidden Door. The best match would be Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega.
2: I've seen some highlights of that. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard great things about that. So
0: forty minutes of nothing but non-stop action, in my view, for good wrestling. I mean, you used to. You, I mean, you were talking about something yesterday that I really, really liked about how you know Goldberg didn't have long matches and you did. I honestly think you could push Goldberg to that longer match and it'd be better.
2: I, I believe I can too. I've done it in my head already. So I know I can the, like, I, I, I know the way that I know the, the timing of everything to how to do it. So a lot of people don't want to understand. I have a pretty good understanding of psychology in this business. So I could, I, I know, I know for a fact that I could, and I, I, I say that with, with sheer confidence very easily. Like it you will looks so good. And Bill is, Bill is good. Bill's great. I, Bill You're just good. needs, You're Bill so needs good. to be in there with the right guy that knows this and understands this. And I understand him and his, his character and his personality. And I understand what he can and can't do. And like, it's, so it's, I, I'm very confident when I talk about the Goldberg match. Cause and for good reason. And, and people, people will see that if I can, if I am allowed to paint that picture. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, you still, you the way that you're talking about how you know his limitations, I'm thinking, Oh my God, if he knows what Goldberg can't do, Imagine what Goldberg. Imagine what he can make Goldberg do to make the match better. Yep. Get the crowd into it to make it make money.
2: One thousand percent, and I and I, I don't want to ever tell you guys too much, but it will be, it will be the most over that he's ever been, and it'll be the loudest reaction that he ever gets. And I yeah. and I will I will bring that out with everybody. I can do it. So.
0: I wanted to ask this. I don't want to sound too mean or anything, but there are, you know, them stupid critics online to say that if Goldberg, if you were told Goldberg wins, you wouldn't let him go over you in that match.
2: I don't, people, and so they're just trying to, people are trying to get things shut down just for the sheer fact of trying to get things shut down.
0: Yeah, that stupid drunkard over there at uh, Ringside News, he posted something.
2: You don't like, even, brother, we don't even have to talk about them anymore. I don't, we're going to go ahead and cut it. So, I don't want you guys mentioning they don't get free publicity on this show don thank you for calling and brother i'll have you on again i've just got i've got to take a super chat and another caller here you guys i don't i don't you, I, I told you guys before and i'm being straightforward with you quit re, quit viewing that site quit looking at it and I don't care you don't you got to tell me what they said with it all right i don't care to, like those people are losers i don't care I don't follow them they're blocked I don't if you if you're telling me, Don, that you go there and read it, I think less of you. I'm telling you, I think less of you that you go ahead and you you put that stuff in your brain with it. Why are you viewing and helping them? You know that they're wrong. You know that they're liars. You know, they're bad people. So that quit supporting them. The way you hurt them is by not viewing their content. You don't you don't come on here and give them free shout outs on things. For, oh, I want to go hear what they said, too. Don't do that. You're going to get cut off. You're not going to come on the show with it i appreciate the support but i'm i've told you guys i'm very straightforward on this the blazing kitties thank you for the super chat hi Ryback, i saw you play wwe 2k 23 a woman's match and the person you was wrestling was naked i recently got banned for inappropriate content and i told the company that there is a difference between uh mine mine your thoughts I'm very sorry about that. Yeah, I um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't want to get involved when I joined on that, and then it brought me in, and it was hilarious. But I could see how how that could happen. I don't think YouTube should punish the people that are, if you're joining something and you're not the one that created it. I think that, I understand if they remove the content, but I don't think you should get a strike or anything for that. But that would make, have, you'd have to have some common sense, and we all know that these platforms don't typically operate under that manner with that, so you got to be careful. And it's something I, I wouldn't join another one if I saw that. I would try to log out and, and, and get out of the game. That was like one of my first or second week playing, and, and I was like, "Oh, I joined," and then, and then the game got stopped. I think right or the, the thing I don't know, but yeah, people do wild things in those. I didn't even know that you could do that. And it was—I'm not gonna lie—it was hilarious. But it's, uh, and I, I don't think though. You, I don't think you should get in trouble for that, but these companies, you know, they're going to do what they do. Let me see here. We've got Thomas bring Thomas on the show. Hello, hello.
5: Um, so I've I just been wanting to ask you this for a while, and I'm actually glad you told me about the Twitter Spaces because I had no idea about this. Um, I, I've been wanting to know, what do you think about uh, Sting being back in AEW, and do you think he, if he wins one more title, do you think he's going to be the world champion there?
2: Uh, I'm really happy to see Sting still involved with, in, in wrestling and AEW. He's like, man, the guys worked for every big promotion that is <laughs> and had success in all of them. Essentially, you know, WWE was, was a, he, he had some big, he, did, he wasn't there for a, a, like for a ton of stuff, but he was in some big matches, the big, the WrestleMania one with, with Hunter and, you know, getting the VX and, and NWO involved. You know, I yeah. thought that it was a cool moment. And a lot of people thought he should have went over with that, but regardless, it was, it was a cool match and, and it had a cool run-ins and, it's one of those things that will live on forever. And, uh, you know, and he had, and I was a part of the Survivor Series thing he was in where he came and made the save for us
1: yeah. against the authority. Yeah.
2: He, I mean, just massive moments in, in that. And the fact, you know, he's not he's not wrestling in the same capacity in AEW, even though he's wrestling and he's done way more than I think any of us expected mm-hmm. with that. Uh, I don't know if he's going to have a, have a run as a champion or not. You know, I don't know. I don't know if he would want to either. It, I, do, do I think it's possible? Anything's possible if it's done right with all of that. But I mean, I just think it's a, it's a testament to him the 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 longevity that he has had in the pro wrestling business and his ability to to stay over and and he, yep. you know his, his legacy continues to grow. Where sometimes if you stick around too long, you know they they've done a very, really good job with him and and protected him well and put him in in positions to succeed and allowed him in the relationship with Darby and the partnership where it, it's helped with that and get like where Darby is around him. And that whole dynamic has worked actually quite well with all of it. So, I mean, I'm happy for him because he's always been super nice to me anytime I've met him. And, you know, I grew up watching him and loving him and all different versions of him and, and to see him in 2023 still, you know, still going strong. Is it just an incredible thing?
5: Yeah. Cause he's like a mentor to Darby.
2: I'm sure to a lot of people you know he, he's just it's a hell of a career you know just still be involved and he's in that you know that conversation of just you know the icons of wrestling you know the you know the hogans and flares mm-hmm. and sting that name it's its synonymous all they all go together with it and you know he's still he's still involved and around yeah. and being able to help and give back to the young guys in the business it's like Man, what a what a valuable pickup that was for AEW. Like they they've got they've had to have gotten their money's worth with that one.
5: Yeah, what surprises me is that anytime he gets in a match, especially if it's a big pay per view, he'll do those crazy dives that I haven't
2: seen him do since he was in TNA. Yeah, it's it's the I've seen the, he's he's doing things that you would not expect him to take chances doing mm-hmm. at his age. And uh, he and he's seemingly all right. So it's like, I just think it, it's 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 a testament to him and the fact that he's still able to keep himself healthy enough to go out there and to perform at a high enough level with the young guys. And they've they've done things to help protect him and as they should. And they they've put him in, in good positions. But he's gone out and backed it up every single time and deserves all of it. Yep. But yeah, brother, I appreciate you coming on. And anytime you got a question, you're welcome on. Yep, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much, Thomas. Take a look here. Give me one second, guys take a look at the chat real quick seeing if I missed any super chats. sorry guys one second okay it looks like I got everything thank you very much guys Bring on Rapapur. Rapapur, Rapapur, Rapapur. We can never get it right. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Ryback Show.
4: What's up, Ryback?
2: Not much. How you doing today?
4: I'm doing good. So, um, I don't know if I remember telling you uh, what called what happened last time. My arm wrestling, amateur wrestling.
2: Yeah, yeah. I remember that was the last time you were on. Yeah. yeah. um, So right
4: after that, right, so I was feeling better. Um, I had a wrestling duel, right? And um, I was putting a dude in a headlock, and he does this crazy fucking hip toss on me. Um, And I hurt my shoulder, like, really bad. Like, I couldn't even wipe my ass or anything for, like, maybe a week. That's how bad it hurt.
2: Get a bidet.
4: (laughs) um, So I've been wrestling it ever since. I just got an MRI Tuesday, and... We start PT tomorrow. Shit's like, hurts like hell though.
2: Yeah, I didn't, you gotta, the the bad thing when you get injured like that, you've got to give it time or other, because now you've done it even even worse, right?
4: Yeah, but it was feeling better. That was the bicep, but this is like the back, I forgot what it's called, but it's like the back of the shoulder. Yeah. Um, Like, when I try to, um, like, I can lift now, but like, what I mean is, like, it's hard to lift in a, a certain way. Like, do you know um, how, like, when you push, like, on your arm or whatever? If you push away, it hurts.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah, the external rotation. Yep, external rotation. Yeah, you probably got rotator cuff. That, that could be subscapularis, teres minor. There's a bunch of small muscles all back there. I've dealt with all of it. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it really, it, I got to do, I, I every day, five days a week, I, I got to do it after I work out. I usually today I'll work out and then do my rehab after it's like an now. hour, hour and a half of just straight, just exercises. It's like, I hate it. I'm so sick of it, but it works. It's really, it's helped me so much. So. Right. But you gotta, yeah, you just gotta stick with it and you gotta, you gotta do those rehab exercises. It, it's, it's key. And then it just starts like, it, it'll feel like shit. And then you'll just wake up and you'll start getting stronger and you're like, Oh, it's working.
4: That's good. Um, Oh, I wanted to tell you, so. I didn't have any questions. But I did want to tell you something. So I was at I work at a grocery store, right? And this seven year old kid comes in, right? And he's talking about WWE. And I asked him what his favorite wrestler is. And he said, Ryback, And I was like, Oh, really? Like, Ryback is my favorite wrestler. And I told him that he's like, Oh, yeah, he's gonna start wrestling. He's like, right back to turn into wrestling. He's gonna wrestle again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And Oh my god, he caused like a scene in the store, but it was just so
2: funny. No, that's cool, man. Uh, it, it's cool that kids are that still they dude, remember dude. even young ones that didn't weren't there when I was, you know, coming up. So, I, uh, I and I, I don't tell you guys this to like blow smoke up your ass. Like when I I went to the gym the other day, yesterday, and and, and multiple people came over. The, the guy one there was a kid, were a new kid working at the front desk. His mouth dropped open and he froze when he saw me. Like he, he clearly was a kid when I, when I was coming up and like, he, he didn't know that I came into that gym. And then a couple of the other people that know me in there started laughing and I'm like, he's like, he just goes, you're him. And I go, yeah, yeah I'm right back. And then he just kept yeah, staring. But then there was an, I, I love it because there's a discrepancy of like, or a, a, not a discrepancy. There's, there's a wide range of people it's not just like young people. It's like, then a guy, a guy that was 50, 60 years old working out, literally stopped and just started staring at me and came over and he just came over and shook my hand. And he just, he just goes, he just goes, I was such a big fan of you. And he just, he goes, I don't know what happened. And it just, I just a quick conversation. I go, I'm, I'm hopefully coming back here. And he was, Oh, you're coming back. Like, and I, it's cool to see like that, that people care still. And remember, because yeah, I, I look, care, you know? I'm back up to two ninety, I looked like, I look pretty much, I'm pretty close to it when I was there with it so it's good that people recognize me still and remember and that's i i have really good interactions with people is where i'm getting at like we're very and this has gone on since i've left with it so i'm like i know it exists with it With when people and it's just like a matter of you know get healthy and hopefully be able to come back and remind everybody who i am so
4: yeah oh but it was just so cool though because it was like like he got so hyped and he reminds me of like when I was like six, seven years yeah. old watching it like every day on TV.
2: Like, Dude, I love it. It's it's kids are the best, man. And, and they, they're so passionate. And we all were kids and loved this stuff. And I always I always remember. That's why like I had the kid that I talked to yesterday. It's like it, it's very impressionable and you always want to give them great experiences because they take it with them for the rest of their lives. So it's exactly. cool though like, that people like, remember, remember
4: it. I remember watching you at uh what's called I went, I saw you at two house shows. I saw you once in Trenton. I saw you once in uh what you call in Atlantic City. I got like we were up on uh what you call it. We were at, we were like two seats from like the re- ringside view. It was probably the coolest thing ever watching like seeing like my favorite wrestler wrestle and all that. What uh and, like, at
2: Trenton? What what match was I in at Trenton? Do you remember?
4: It was October of 2012.
2: Oh, so, I like, traveled to that, so I have a very good memory. I remember driving to Trenton. With that, Daniel Bryan, we had rental car issues, and we got to the show late. There was something, but we had to drive from, I think, I don't know if it was Newark, or I don't, it was a long drive, and there was a lot of traffic, and we had issues getting to Newark. And, uh, but I remember me and Daniel Bryan were together on that, going to that Trenton show in 2012. I don't remember, it was, because that was during every, it probably was Punk. Yeah,
4: I think he wrestled Punk. I remember uh, Paul Heyman or whatever. Yep. uh,
2: that's because that was the period that was when everything was going with that. We were wrestling every live event before the pay per view. So, yeah,
4: yep, I remember that. And then I watched you in Atlantic City wrestle, uh, what you call it, uh, Mark Henry.
2: I re- what year was that?
4: That was 2012. This was the road. Oh, World
2: yeah. War. Oh, that was, I remember that one as well. That was, I was thinking of Wildwood. Um, Oh, with, Wildwood! Yeah, that was a different that uh, I wrestled Big Show there, and I remember we did a, that was a whole other arena. That was a that I always liked that show because it was right off that beach or like.
4: Oh my god, it's amazing! I don't think that's there anymore.
2: No shit, really. I think so. But Atlantic City, I remember that wrestling Mark because we were doing DQs, I think, for all the matches, and uh, and I, I remember because it was we had to it was the casino they had a huge parking garage. Yeah, there
4: was a casino. Yeah,
2: I remember the casino really well. And uh, man, that was those are wild times. Looking back, it, that was just like everything was so crazy during all that period.
4: Yeah, we used to um, actually, um, what call it? There's a venue near me. They have NXT there like all the time. Um, Convention hall in Asbury Park. Oh my gosh, they used to have so many uh, ECW events there. Yeah, was, like fucking insane.
2: I enjoyed wrestling back there, man. I I, I wish like everything is squipped so fast in WWE. Like you, you just go from town to town, like. I really wish that we didn't have as many matches. Like where you, we had days off to like really enjoy things a little more, and like because they and, and maybe you can. I guess some guys can, but like then you got to miss your workouts and like it like right. the routine. Like I always like I I want to be my best performance wise. I just like, but it was everything. You just constantly on the go, 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 go. I would I, be that'd be so cool just to be there for like a few days and be able to chill out and like, like I got to do that when I went to Australia. Like we went to Australia with WWE, and it was like so fast, and didn't really get to enjoy it. Then I did some independent shows over there when I left in early on, and there was one man I got to stay there for like week one or two weeks in Wollongong, and I did I did for one promotion, then I went into this other one, and but the the week on Wollongong on the beach, dude, every day just there chilling out, relaxing on the on the beach, going for long walks, and like oh, it was just. Beautiful women. Well, it was a beautiful time. Like it was like it was like I was like, man, this is what life is about. And then go and wrestle at night. And it was like it was amazing on it. Whereas yeah. like WWE, it's just like go go boom airplane or rental car go to the next. And it's like you don't really have the time to relax and take in the, the 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 beauty of, of of where you are. Right. So, but yeah. Jersey was always fun, man. I I I yeah. I really have fond memories of all that.
4: Jersey born and raised. <laughs>
2: no, I love it. it was a, the Wild, I man, I always, I got to wrestle Wildwood multiple times. I just always loved that vibe on Wildwood over there, and it was like a different show. It wasn't like a real arena. It was like they had like, like, like they would have to have drapes all set up so fans couldn't see us walk back to where we were. It. It, but it was like the crowds were always like just on fire. Oh my god!
4: Yeah, well, I am surprised Wildwood. I would think it'd be Atlantic City. That would be huge. I've never seen a show in Wildwood.
2: Brother, it was it was it was crazy. It was like it wasn't a regular arena. It was but people they packed people in there. We well, had you like were independent or we had like dressing rooms were like in these big rooms. They weren't even regular like locker rooms or anything because it was like a convention center or something. It wasn't like an arena. And then we'd have to like, like do this. Yeah, I don't know what it was. But like they had all these. We had to like some people would take a golf cart to have to from the locker rooms to get to where the show was. Or you'd have to do this huge long walk in your gear and then like hang out. And they had like a little small area in the back with the monitor to watch the show. We were all crammed into that. Then you'd have to do this long walk and there were all the drapes where you could peek through and see the show. And fans yeah. were like on the other side of the drapes with it. And it's like, so you're like, it's cra- it was just crazy. But it was, it was <laughs> such, I remember wrestling Big Show there when I was the IC champion opening match. And the place was absolutely – it was, like, just off the charts loud. Like, just from the get-go. It was, like, it was one of the coolest. And the sound in there just bounced off the walls. It was, like, it was a surreal experience.
4: Oh, my God. that sounds sick.
2: But, yeah, it it was always good times, brother. But I hope your arm gets better, and uh, I appreciate you calling in as always and and hope you get through that rehab pretty quickly.
4: Yeah. I just got to take one day at a time, I guess. That's all you can do. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate having you on, or uh, you letting me on your show. I uh, hope everything goes well, and uh, fuck that guy, Chase.
2: Good deal. Thank you, brother.
4: Yeah. Hey, Chase, guess what, buddy? I got to say one more thing. Chase, you're the kind of person that can't walk and chew bubblegum. That's all I got to say.
2: Good deal. Thank you very much.
4: Fine. now.
2: He's grabbing a piece of gum and going to try it right now. You sure, you can't do it uh all right guys <clears throat> the uh, I see we have a, a, a special guest here who uh, looks like it's uh from the mean streets of Brooklyn who may have a story for us today. Let me see. ladies and gentlemen, we are welcoming the Brooklyn brawler with Brawler's corner. right back I squeezed you in man I've been so busy this week since insane. Thank you very much. How everything going well?
1: Well, it's the wife's birthday today, you know that. She went to go do cardio, so I said, Holy shit, I'm gonna go on the right
2: back show. I love it. Sneaking me in. Thank you very much, brawler. I sneak you
1: in tomorrow. I got a seven in <laughs> I gotta to fly to Columbus Drive two hours, go to West Virginia. I got I got a podcast to do. I got two shows to do in West Virginia. Then I gotta come home. I got another show. I got I got like at least two to four shows a, a month.
2: That's great, man. i love to see it, you staying busy. All, I talk about being
1: recognized. I went to the zoo this week. So my wife, I go, what do you want to do? She goes, I want to go to the zoo. I go to the zoo. I know how the animals feel now. Because everybody was staring at me, and everybody kept coming up to me and saying, you're the bugle
2: baller, you're the bugle baller. So I talk about being recognized after out of the business for years and years. You should have taken your shirt off and jumped in that gorilla cage with them, all the... the, the...
1: You, hey, you know what's funny? <laughs> Do you know that Mike Tyson
2: offered the, gi- the zookeeper? I've heard that, this. But you heard about that? Yeah, he offered the what? Grand, five grand to get in this the ring with a gorilla. He would have got killed. Yeah, that would. I, I've heard that. I can't believe that. I mean, I, I, I believe it, but I. I that's, but, man, you know what, though? He's been around, like, the tigers. And, like, he has a way. Man, I don't know. Like, he just. Some people have, like, a connection with animals. Where like I mean that man had, had full blown grown tigers sleeping in his bed. Like so like I have no doubt that he believe me, I've been around him a lot. Did you see that picture I, I had with him with nose to nose? Yeah, yeah. You have a good pick with him. Okay. The first picture I took with him, he had the tattoo
1: on the other side. I said, Hey Mike, I says, You mind turn around? I want to get the tattoo in the picture. And and I just exactly how he sounds. Whatever you want, Paul. You're know, from Brooklyn, I'm from Brooklyn. If you want me to do another one, I'll do it for you, Brooklyn. That's how we sound.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's one of those anomalies where the the guy is who he is, but that voice. But I, I tell you though, there's promos that he does where you could just, and when he gets serious, that that vibe changes. It doesn't matter what that voice sounds like. He, he says to me, "Hey, bro, you want
1: to come out? You want to come out for a drink tonight?" I go, I go, Mike. No disrespect. I like you as a person, but tr- 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 trouble follows you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, if you if we walk into a bar. Somebody's gonna say something. And I'm gonna be guilty by association. You would have showed up to TV the next day with a half a tattoo on your face. I would have been. I would. I would. I don't know. You
1: because know, because you know what'll happen. Any woman will say, "Oh, he did this to me." they'll lie, he'll. You know, he doesn't do anything, and Tyson will get in trouble because of his past uh, experiences.
2: He would have got you so drunk and high, you would have showed up to TV with your face completely tattooed. I have no I doubt. I hung out with him. I talked to him.
1: He's from he's he's from uh, Bed Stuy, you know. He's from Brooklyn too, so he respects me because I'm from Brooklyn. And,
2: everybody you know, that he's a great guy. I've heard from everybody that's ever oh, got yeah. to be around him. I think he's I met very him very once good. at WrestleMania. I think he was backstage in Atlanta before I debuted, and I just said hello to him in passing. Um, that was when before I came back his ride back with that. I've met him once and uh, just re- really quick and just backstage. I think he just I don't know I don't know if he I don't even think he was on the show or if he was backstage. He might have done something, but uh, I wasn't. I didn't expect him to be there. I was there getting my leg evaluated before I came back, and uh, but that was the only time I remember seeing him.
1: Yeah, he's been on the show a couple of times. I mean, he does a tremendous working punch too. You
2: know that? Oh, everything. I, mean, I, I believe that man is. He was doing the entertainment and for for fighting. You know, he was a, a natural to cross over and do all the stuff with wrestling that he's done. Hey. Remember when he knocked out Sean Michaels? That, that yeah. What's the deal? Did he, did he is that punch, did, was Sean cool with that? It's a, it was a work. It, it, I mean, he was a, I'm was not a, a fucking Mark, brother. I know it was a work. I, I mean, know, did he, did he, he, he did he connect it all? He didn't didn't hurt him. It? What I mean is he, heard, he didn't hurt. Him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like, I knew, I knew it wasn't, wasn't real, brother. <laughs> no, I know that, but you want to say, was it was okay it okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I just wanted so he, to know. He could hurt him by mistake. Yeah, that's right. Because a lot of people like that, they, they over, they, they Sean, they, you got to lay it in. You don't want to make it look bad. And so they might overcompensate a little. And all it takes is him hitting you at 10% is enough to. Oh, yeah. I
1: guess even if, he, if he's like 54, 55 right now, the guy could probably beat guys in
2: the ring right now. Oh, no. His pow- power is the last thing to go to. He still has all the power. He does. He has all the power. He has the balls. to do anything. Yeah, he him and Roy Jones Jr. did that that exhibition, and it like I was like, man, it, it looked to me like I was like, if he just let loose, he could he could do what he wanted in there.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, but but he's a little bit crazy getting a ring on a Come on.
2: Yeah, brother, he's that, that guy. He's to me, he's one of the most fascinating human beings of his like of of the rise and the life that he had with all the success at a young age, and then like yeah. losing everything, and then like redeeming and like. But just his insight if you go back and listen, he's always been an intellectual, but he always had the rage you know and here's the thing I, and I listen and I can, I can recognize in things. he got so much hate from people from the media on yeah. things and he was such a nice guy but he would go it over was. he would he would get angry on camera and then they would run with it and make him look like more of a monster more of a monster and he's not perfect. nobody is with any yeah. of that. but like he always was way more I- insightful on things that he got credit for for the longest time. And then finally, as in, in things, as time has gone, gone on, time has worked in his favor of things and like, and he's really grown and evolved even further, and just a fascinating human being. Did you
1: see him when he got inducted into the Hall of Fame?
2: Well, I have had to, have. I don't remember. Like, what, what, what are you gonna?
1: He's on the stage. He's on the stage, and he goes. You know, I just want to tell you people something. If it wasn't for this WWE, I would be in jail. And then his wife was in the first row and his kids, and he goes, sorry, honey, I know I wasn't supposed to say that.
2: He goes, I'm sorry. I'm in trouble with my wife right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was so funny. It was so funny. Yeah. All the people on the Hall of Fame, and I,
1: like uh, Mr. T in the Hall of Fame. Did you
2: see that one? Yeah, yep. I I'm... want to thank her mother. I want to take my mother every day? Mother must have said he wanted to take his mother about fifty times. That was the, I remember. That was the thing coming out of that. The the mother thanking the mother. Oh my
1: god! It's unbelievable. I got pictures. My phone has got about two hundred pictures with two hundred celebrities.
2: Oh, I believe it. That's what I was looking. I posted a photo today of that. I go I shit. Me and Brawler phone. take me, me and you me took on. quite a few photos.
1: Yeah, with me and you. Yeah. I oh, I put, I put a photo up of my wife
2: today. Oh, she, good. She, do- how old so she is she 100, now? She did
1: hundred lights like in ten
2: minutes. Oh, that's great.
1: So you can see the you can see the shape she's in. She, and she she's
2: doing cardio right now because I took her out to dinner. You what'd know, you like guys her, What'd you guys eat? I had a, I had a shrimp and scallop fettuccine and a vodka sauce. Oh, very nice.
1: That was really good with a Caesar salad beforehand. And then she, of course, she's got the sweet tooth. She likes chocolate cake. Yeah. And then she had a piece of chocolate cake, and she ran right to the gym. She like, cardio for two hours
2: oh wow that's good man yeah. that's good you guys stay active it.
1: i mean i mean you guys she, she's not she's look at the picture i posted up she, she's she's in tremendous shape she's
2: in tremendous shape but uh oh, i'm looking right now know. yeah she is brawler Jeez. i mean that's my wife now she that's looks great, great. yeah she's got no body fat and she told me on the way home from the restaurant she goes i gotta get you on that step machine i want you to do more cardio and this is that holy shit I
1: said, unbelievable. Then we're walking around the, the zoo. I'm, I'm, you know, my knees, you No, know, your knees take a beating in the wrestling ring. You know. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm walking and walking, walking and walking. She's, and she, she can keep going and keep going. And you know, I'm, I'm like, holy shit, you're making me look bad.
2: That's what I, I just retweeted that by the way for you, so people, my followers can see it. You
1: retweeted my wife.
2: Yeah. The. Oh, wait, you're not mad, are you? No. <laughs> oh, I thought you got mad at me. I, I thought you wanted no, me. I <laughs> 1.3 million followers. You I mean, probably got better get better impressions than me though. I'm that's working What with, I wanted to ask you, how come I got 158,000
1: followers and I get more retweets and more likes and everything
2: than you get? Because WWE had my accounts illegally suppressed when I left Brawler. I so I don't know how they could do that. What because are they so just... but they're Vince, they're partners with all these companies. So when I left, they sent me a, a legal letter to my attorney from their from their attorneys that they wanted all my social media accounts at the time. My tw- They wanted all my trademarks, they wanted my social media accounts, not change my name with a brawler with an NDA, and we told them no, and when they got told no, then my accounts almost overnight whenever they got that with my account, my impressions just got cut down. so now yeah. I, I they took I've lost almost four hundred thousand followers since 2016 on Twitter, and they've done it to every account, and what they are doing is because one, I had to spend all this money to win my name. So what Vince is trying to do, and I'm very clear on this. He's trying to, he wants me to dry me out to where I can't make money on my own so that I have to crawl back to him so that he could fuck me over again. This is what he's trying to do. I'm, this is very, very point, point blank, straightforward. With it. Know, I see, I see so right. what they've done on every platform is they've cut me like TikTok. I was red hot. I, I was behind the rock on that, making thousands of dollars a month. They cut me off, lost all my revenue on TikTok. YouTube should be making 15, 20, 25,000 a month with my followers now. Boom, they cut me off and make hardly anything on on, uh, YouTube with that. This is being done with everything, and that kills my organic reach, and they're trying to hurt me, and he just thinks that if I can't get back to wrestling, which he failed to realize that I was going to get my health back with it, and I've got enough people that are helping me on this where I could make enough money where it's not going to ruin me on it, but he's making my life as difficult as possible to try to teach me a lesson, but he's doing it illegally. That's the problem with it.
1: When you you fight Goldberg, the ratings are going to go through the moon. You know what I mean because that match is going to draw so many viewers,
2: It's incredible. And then right away they're going to say, "Holy shit, look at the numbers!" Brawler, I want to tell—I'm going to—I'm going to—I'm going to give you a little little piece of what I want for this match without giving people too much though. But I'm going to give you a little, and you tell me what you think honestly. Okay. I want Ryback versus Bill Goldberg. And in and, in and, and where we do this, I want this to be the biggest match as possible. I want a special guest referee. Do you want to know who I want? Who? The guy that I grew up loving, I want Brett the Hitman Hardest, a special guest referee. Yeah,
1: but I don't know if he'll do
2: it. I That's know, what I want.
1: You think he can keep up with you guys? You know, I think I, he
2: can because I can, I can, can, I can I yes, did. I think Brett, Brett can be, I think Brett could be an impartial special guest referee. He was one of my favorites growing up as a kid, and I want uh, him to be part of this.
1: Do you know I had Brett Hart's first match at WWF? Did you had his too? His first match, yes. It was in the Cincinnati Gardens. He came in with a baseball hat. Up, uh, backwards and he looked like a a Q just came like off the streets he had no body you know he was smaller than everybody else I got in the ring with him he was a fucking technical genius I mean when I got in the ring with him he was like so good you know what I, mean? I that believe what it doing- and when he came out, everybody, you know, that's when he started getting the push. But Vince was at the big guy syndrome. You know, the
2: big guy syndrome. I remember that, that Aaron Brett talking about that. Yeah. I always, I, so I grew up, Brett was always one of my favorites when I was a kid. And I always liked the bigger guys. I never once looked at Brett and thought he was too small. He worked so great. He was so intense and like he was so believable on his offense and his punches and his just the way that oh, he, yeah. can, his confidence, He's he conducted himself. Stiff. He's a little stiff. Like oh. he kicks him. In the stomach stiff? Yeah. Oh, I believe it. But that, but it looks so good. That's that the, the thing is that he, I bet you that working stiff like that is making it, and that's how I was taught, be believable, hit hard and safe places with it. Right, and, but I don't and, want to hurt yeah. But like he, he was so believable and I never once looked at him and go, Oh, he's too small. And I, I always gravitated towards him. And brother, I just think, man, I, I, I've always, I he I got to meet him. He's always been so kind to me. I just, I really, I would, I would love for him to be a part of it. But two brawler, I think it'd be cool if I get that match. You got, we got to get you out there, front row.
1: Oh, I, I would, I would fly out there and come and watch it. But like I told you, you know, I don't want to say it again. But you know, yeah. Try to get me over with him again, okay? Try to help me with that.
2: Well Yeah.
1: You know, I don't want to say. It. You know what I'm talking?
2: About. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Okay, but 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 anyway, I have not. I have nothing but respect for Bill Goldberg. His body, his drive. His ambition. I mean, the guy is a machine. The guy's a machine. Yeah, no doubt. He's he's a physical physical specimen. He was at the right place, the right time, and he was the right person. They will probably never see that again with the kind of push that he got. And you know, well, he
1: got the push until Stone Cold so the, <laughs> in WBF, and then he out, we opted him in the ratings. Yeah, you know, Stone Cold is uh, Stone Cold. Always is amazed by me. He always told me, you know, something, Brother. He goes, you never blow up. There's one thing about my wind is I don't
2: blow up. Yeah, I can just go and go and go and go, and everybody wants me
1: to get back in the ring. And I said, "You got to pay for it. I'm not. I'm not getting back in the ring like that unless you pay for
2: it." Yeah, that you. I think you, just, I would say at this point in time, health yeah. should be the number one. You're, you're not. You've done everything you need to do with it. I did.
1: I did. And, and people, go, oh yeah, you did everything. Yeah, you got your ass kicked. This and that. Yeah, I did the main event in Madison Square Garden. I did the main event in Calgary against Brett. I won a battle royal in Madison Square Garden. Everybody looks at the negative. Oh, yeah, but you got beat by this one. You got beat by that one. Yeah.
2: Purposely. Yeah. But that's what everyone, we talk about that. It's, yeah, it's always... We did that whole... We, I know. Because people would tweet me back saying,
1: I agree with you 100%. You know what I mean? And yeah. the, the company goes by older. Okay, you won the belt six times. Uh, so you belong in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, give the writer the hall, in the Hall of Fame because he's the one who wrote it in.
2: Yeah. No, you it's people i've always said there's there's so many good fans that appreciate and love this and understand it and then there's that hateful portion that all they're looking for is things to hate on and, and, t- and try to discredit everybody that's living their life and living their dream and we got to just stay it's, it's that's why it's good for us to talk and and to share our insight on it and for people to yeah, see nice. the mutual respect from different people and like and then that helps educate them on like yeah you don't you don't treat people based off of the roles that they play and, you know, they're not losers. They're not, it's, we don't, none of us, we, we all know what it is. We don't view it like that. They shouldn't we either. That, but you
1: know what? All the guys that I shared rooms with and stuff like that, like, it's like Iron Sheik. Like, when I was in a car with him, he goes, you take hip toes h- higher than Iron Sheik. You do this. I'm going to ask you to, to wrestle with you because you make me look better than the other guys. so You make me look, you know, chair in the room with Iron Sheik. I'm sleeping. I hear the hair dryer going. I wake up. I go, "What the fuck is he doing?" He's blow drying his mustache while he's drinking a cold beer at three in the morning. I mean, is this insane? I said, "Cheek, what are you doing?" He goes, "I'm blowing my my my, my mustache because he wants to get that curl, you know." Yeah.
2: But he, he kept a he kept a
1: cooler of cold beer in the room all night long, and every time he got up, you know. You would drink, like, a little water when you get up and stuff. He drinks a cold beer.
2: Hogan, you know, Hogan was talking about that. They just did a thing for, I think, muscle and fitness with Hogan, like, and, and they did that, what's in your refrigerator segment where they went to his home, and they were talking, he was talking about, like, back in the day, it was just like, it. he goes, like, it was like, it was eggs and steak and butter, and he goes, it was, he goes, it was just a lot of fat and protein and beer, and right. he would he would right. say he would, he would do three beers before a match and, and with something, and then he would do 12 beers after a match, and, like, he goes. He goes. I did that for years. I go. I believe it because that was the, that like the bodies that, like looked like it too. Like the big bulky bodies that were in yeah. shape, but like holding a little bit of water, and that would be from drinking beer and stuff like that. Right.
1: He, he was huge in his
2: day. Oh, I, mean, I know.
1: He was, he was six seven, like three oh five. You know when
2: I when I was traveling. Was Hogan really six seven?
1: In the beginning, yeah, when I was traveling.
2: Okay, because I remember when I was around I mean, him, he, he was taller than me, but he wasn't, he, he he was much shorter than what he used to be then, because yeah, well, he, he all of the surgeries. Surgery.
1: He had a lot of spinal surgery. Yeah. It reduces height.
2: You know, I would say he was probably 6'4 when I, I feel like maybe maybe 6'5. Well, he, he was up there, he was huge. But yeah, well, I believe you though, with that, because back surgeries and hip surgeries, like you're going to lose inches on that. So
1: And I guess you get older too.
2: You get, yeah, you, you shrink. You, yep, I've always. I don't know if it's, it's one or two inches. Or it could be more than that, even maybe, depending on remember that shot with
1: the uh with him next to Sebastian Stallone.
2: Yeah, I was just watching that a few weeks ago with the Rocky man. That what a what a huge thing that was back in the day for him.
1: And, and, and then he came in right after that. I was looking at him like such a mark, you know, and I, I went up to her and I thought I was uh mocking out on him. I said, you know, I, I seen you in Rocky Three. I said,
2: it was really awesome, this that. I thought he was saying himself fucked up, but he was he was eating it up. Did you call him Thunderlips?
1: I did, I did all that shit. And then then he he goes to Vince, he goes, I want to travel, I want my body
2: to travel with me everywhere. That's That's awesome. And then then I started traveling with him everywhere and and he got me, uh, you know, remember it was town A, town B, town A, you know, it was Hogan and then uh, Savage and then the the, the third town. So you would make more money. And plus I was wrestling against Brooklyn Brawler. Did you ever wrestle Hogan or no? uh, Hogan gave
1: me my first blade job through a mask. Because I got to wrestle Hogan because of Kamala. Yeah. Because Kamala would always be against Hogan. And I would always come in and take all the bumps before Kamala screwed it out. But you know the funny thing about Kamala is, you know, I was I was kimchi. Yeah. So I'm like, ooga, chaka, ooga, 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 ooga. But, but Kamala would come up to me and he go, you know, we do the ooga to talk. But then he'd come up to me right to my ear and he'd go, kimchi, I don't forgot my spots. <laughs> That's just, just like that. <laughs> They go for a slam, you don't go up, you chop him in the head, you throw him in, he ducks your clothes on, he fly and presses you. Okay. I point out out there and he goes back out. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, that's the way it was. That's the way it was. That's the way he talked normally. The funny the funny thing about it, the funniest story ever is when a uh, Giant Gonzalez remember him.
2: Oh, brother, that was at, I remember the match at, at Caesars. I was supposed to go to that. My friends were supposed to have an extra ticket to bring me Justin and Jimmy Belanger, and their uncle ended up taking it, their Uncle Todd. Oh, I'll forever never forgive that Uncle Todd. He took a young child's ticket to go to the WrestleMania, and so I had to watch it on TV at my friend Blake Crawford's. He had an illegal, illegal box, and they got it illegally, and we watched that WrestleMania from Vegas at home for him versus Undertaker.
1: Get the Undertaker. traveling with him. Now, me and Bruno, me and Harvey Whippleman, I go,
2: his name is Bruno. Yep. Nice downtown Bruno. But we used to get a van, take out the middle
1: seat, sit in the, all the way in the back, and then have a cooler beer while he, we, he, he drove. And we kept feeding him with coffee. Feed him with coffee. Him with coffee. <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden, the red lights go on behind us. We say, Pull over, giant, pull over, pull over. He goes, No and he kept driving and driving and driving now there's two cops then there's three cops and we say pull over pull over then he finally pulls over the cop comes to the window I say don't be alarmed he's a giant they they said is is he aggressive I said no he's not aggressive Just, just just be aware he's very tall he's very very big he gets up he gets out of the car they check his credentials they tell him to get to the side of the road they can't look in his eyes they tell him to get down on his knees and me and bruno go oh shit. we got a case of beer in the back now what if vince pulls pulls next to us in a limousine right past us and sees giant gonzalez on his knees with us standing next to him with a case of beer in the back you know what i mean yeah. it, was like it was like that and then sometimes we're going to restaurant and he used to tell us don't tell people I'm a giant.
2: <laughs> Don't tell them you're a giant. They'll never know. They'll never yeah, know. Put
1: a, put a hat on.
2: <laughs> it's crazy. He was, was he, how, what was his legit height? Holy
1: shit. Way in the sevens. Way in the seven.
2: Like seven, 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 eight?
1: Like way up there, yeah.
2: Geez. Not
1: quite eight, but close.
2: Was he, okay. was he, is he probably the tallest guy ever WWE history?
1: I would say pretty close to it. Yeah, because Andre was about
2: 7'4. Omos is at 7'1 or 7'2. Who? The the new guy Omos up there now. I don't even even know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure.
1: All I know is Hogan was tall. Undertaker was legit
2: 6'10. Yeah. He was legit. he was smooth as silk in a ring. I wrestled him probably about 10 times, and he was
1: so smooth. I believe it. I mean, I, and, and when you talk to him, even even though I was, like, on a lower level than him, if I called something in the ring, he'd go with it. Just to throw him into the corner. I would split the pole, you know what I mean, with my shoulder. Come at in, come and get me. Grab his, grab, grab his hand. He'd walk the top rope. You know, you remember when he walked the top
2: yeah, rope? Yeah, I bet he'd be a lot of fun to work in. Hey, I, he, he has his spots. Like, he's just over. And
1: The only thing is the body bag. He had to stick me in the body
2: bag after the pile drive. Right? Oh, I yeah. Just, I said, Mark, I get closer. Focus on that shit. He goes,
1: brother. I'll keep it. I'll keep like a two inch opening on on, on the body bag, so
2: you keep your nose right there. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Because Because he picks up the body bag, puts it on his shoulder, takes you all the way back. Oh, I, I Andrew, if you're breathing heavy after a match too, like in, in stuff, man, that, that I could definitely see how that would be.
1: I'm telling you, it's crazy. I've been in coffins with Kamala. I've been in. I've been in a, in a kangaroo suit going out with the uh, bushwhackers. Where
2: the, where the Vince is telling the, the referee to tell me to keep hopping, keep hopping. I was blowing up. I had to lift the kangaroo head up. Is there is there a video of this by chance? You didn't know I was a kangaroo, did you? Is there is there a video of this? Do you think? Is that a... I bet you there's a video. Of, somebody can find a video. of The kangaroo uh, was uh, the mascot of the bushwhackers. And that would be very interesting to find. We, if you know, anybody my, out there on this show could find this footage, please and tag us in it I, on Twitter. I would love to see it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I was a kangaroo, and it was on TV too. I know that for sure.
2: Oh no, man, I I love it.
1: The shit I have done, and then you talk about injuries. I went to go so, run a guy to the to the top rope. My my arm dislocated on the top rope. It only takes five pounds of pressure to take your joint out. Yeah. My hand snapped backwards where I couldn't grab my wrist. Ugh. I'm in the ring with Paul Roma and uh, Jim Powers. I say, Paul, let's go home. I'm hurt. What does he do? He told me and says, watch the elbow. I said, what the fuck? I had to take a bump with a dislocated elbow. My mom and my wife were in the first row. Jeez, Could you imagine that?
2: It's worth... Things- People have no idea the injuries that occur out there. I remember... I wrestled Kane in the main event of SmackDown to overseas. I had just came back. This was leading up to the Team Authority versus Team Cena uh, match at Survivor Series that Sting came back for. And me and Kane in the beginning of the match, we went. To, there was a, an exchange, and our hands hit each other. And Kane is such a large human being. That's another guy. Like he is just yeah. just put together like unlike anybody else, and is like just a very big guy. Like just a, he, he, I can't explain it, but our hands hit. And my my finger hit, like, his hand or something. And I look, and I just go, that felt weird. And my damn, I look down. My finger's completely broken and sticking sideways on it. And I go, Kane, you broke my finger. And I just laughed. Yeah. And we, we, did, we did the whole match and got through it. And then they had to break it back into place in the back. And I had to wear one of those splints for, like, three or four weeks and, like, tape it up before matches. Didn't miss any time. But like that's the kind of shit like you, you probably didn't you just something breaks, you're like, oh just keep going.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've been hurt so many times.
2: Yeah. I I've been hurt when you gave me the uh, I remember that your back was bad, the shell shock, right? I was already scheduled for back surgery, but I don't want to tell anybody. I didn't tell anybody, I didn't tell WVF. I wanted to I wanted the match. Yeah. When I won that match in the Barkley Center, I had I needed spinal surgery. I had I had a herniated disc into six on C five, L five, L six, hitting the sciatic nerve, yep, and picked all the way down to my foot. I remember you telling me about this.
1: Yeah, and then I had to wrestle you, but I,
2: I didn't even tell you. No, you didn't, didn't tell, tell me till after. And you couldn't tell. No, I, I couldn't tell. tell at all. But I remember you told me after because I felt bad. I thought, and then you go, "No, no, no." It was I had it planned. I go, oh, "Okay."
1: I thought you were going to pop it back in. What's your show, I thought it was going to pop back in but it's funny people are getting all these fusions my doctor says when a, when a
2: doctor tells you fusion walk out of his office that's what I did I, they told me I needed a 5 disc fusion when I left at 34 boost,
1: think off the stem cells
2: yeah yeah. I would have been bro I would have been I would have been done there would have been no coming back
1: I'll tell you what the one who saved me the one who saved me was Kurt Angle I told you that story yep invasive neurosurgery all it is there's no such thing as sciatica it's a bulging disc touching the sciatica
2: yeah then they call it sciatica. Yep. And then they think stretching is going to help. No,
1: it's not going to help. Like those conversion tables, they they told me, the doctor told me it's like jelly. Your disc in the middle. It stretches it, and then the jelly shifts, and it could shift in the wrong way.
2: Yeah, I stopped. I used to do that all the time, and I was hurting myself worse. I stopped it altogether.
1: Yeah. There's it, a lot of things that, that's what they call it, practicing medicine. Yeah. You know, But they don't know.
2: No, don't it know. was... That the inversion, like there's better things that you could do for like light traction, that but like those inversion tables are like, and I, I'm damn near 300 pounds, it was just too much. It was like, and I, I my muscles would start spasming, and I go, This ain't right, something ain't right with this, right? I know you learn you learn by your uh your experiences, absolutely, that's what you do. But it's, but anyway, uh, I
1: just snuck on here, the wife's gone, I didn't sneak
2: on, I called. <laughs> She's, I like, it sounds like she's not a fan of the show and we got to sneak you on. I like that better. I know, I know, yeah.
1: All, all day long. I mean, 30, 30 70, the first 10 years I took her on the road everywhere.
2: Man, it's so you great know, you guys are still together. Jay Strombo came up to her one time and said, he told me, he said, uh, tell your wife, uh, she's sitting in the first row, and during a match, she's reading a book. <laughs> I, I believe I it. My, I, I told my wife that that doesn't look good. That I'm getting my ass kicked, and you're reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> she, I've seen this I, match I, before. I, at the top and I say, What's up, honey? What's going on? You know what I mean? That's you hilarious. Know,
1: uh, it's such a work, yeah, it's unbelievable. But you know, none of the listeners don't really know that, you know what I mean? They ask their question, how is that angle with this and that, and this yeah. and that? Which is great, because the work is still beyond reality, but still, a movie is a work, but you still get into the movie.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know I mean, wrestling matches. But anyway, I gotta do, I, I, tomorrow, I definitely won't. I know I said I wouldn't be on until Monday, but I, I, had a, I had a little time today. I was hoping, I'm glad you did. And When I seen your tweet today, I said, holy shit. I said, I said, I'm a part of this show and I got to get on it. <laughs> <laughs> Guilt you back this. out. I, I love it. The listeners. I like listening to the questions. I do. It's fun, man. I like getting insight from people and hearing their, their thoughts on things. Yeah, but the answers you give
1: make sense. You know what I mean? They, don't, they just don't know. But when we talk, we talk about experiences.
2: Yeah. It's, I think it's good because it helps people. In, in like, was gonna, I have a feeling to get a lot more people pop on here and it's just good. But I, I think it's just it, it's good to hear fan input and things, and, and then give them input from our side of things. And, and do you get
1: a do you get like a number like like in this show you have this many numbers or do you? Do,
2: do yeah, you, do well, I got to go. So I don't do it every single show because I, like it's tracked on the audio on that where you can see the different things. But I have to go look individually. Like so, just like just so like every like Instagram every show on Instagram does like between three to six, sometimes seven thousand views. That's just when I posted on Instagram. The show, the whole show. Then I get right. the live. The live can be anywhere from three to five thousand. So we're over ten to twelve thousand on Instagram, one platform. TikTok on today, I, I did thirty minutes on TikTok. The first thirty minutes, I would like to do the whole show on there, but they don't allow cussing or like. I got to be very careful how I talk on them for TikTok. So, but like right. in in thirty minutes on there, I did ten and a half thousand views on that, and then we get thousands on the YouTube on it, and then the Twitter Spaces on that. That that only gets in the hundreds of the people because this account is really suppressed, but it's still this is where this hopefully will grow on Twitter spaces as, as everything goes on with it. I but hope it, I hope it does. Every, every show suppressing you. How come you, how come your followers still stay up? What's that?
1: Your followers are still over a million.
2: Yeah, it doesn't make it's because but like they, they've lost four hundred thousand since 2016 with it. But essentially I just I've lost my ability to go viral and to be seen by the, the majority of my following. So it's usually just the people that view my account most are the one, are the small percentage that see everything with it. But like the majority, like, and I just watched, uh, there was another person, just a guy, he had 25,000 followers. He did a live and he had, he had like 20,000 views in right away with 25,000. I go, this is so wrong out like the, I go, how do I have, you know, I'm just not being distributed to my following. That's all that's going on. With it, right. and it's but it's being done to limit me. In the whole thing is, it's being done to try to create a perception that I don't matter. With the problem, and what they wanted me to do was to give up and quit. Instead, I just created more content, and I go, I'm going to make it beyond obvious that I'm really fucking good at what I do. And it's not me; it's, I'm not the problem. It's the pl- platforms that are illegally suppressing me for WWE. And I'm going to get better, and I'm going to come back, and everybody's going to see how messed up this whole thing has really been. And that I it, in Brawler. The biggest thing for me is it allowed people to show them my hungry, feed me more mindset that I'm not a gimmick and that you don't give up and you keep going. Even when it would have been really easy to pack up and go, this isn't going to work. Instead, I just buckled down and I went harder. I got my health back and now everybody's going to see this guy's the real deal. He's legit. He's not just right. a gimmick. He's who he says he is. And it's my right. mindset and it's my brand. And that's, so that is, it's a blessing in disguise and I can't wait for the truth to be revealed.
1: The truth could going to be revealed when the buy rate comes out of you and you and uh, goldberg
2: i agree i that's agree
1: what, holy shit the guy the guy you know he talks to talk and he walks a walk
2: that's that's what you're gonna say thank you very much brawler so and i i got nothing but
1: respect for you and, not, and i got believe it or not i got nothing but respect for goldberg also
2: awesome and guys everybody on here you guys can follow brawler on twitter at brawler real here on that he follows back if you if you mention the show okay Nice talking to you, as always, right back. You and, um, too. Tell your wife I said happy birthday, and I hope you guys have an enjoyable rest of the day. I spoiled the
1: shit. <laughs> I bought her jewelry. I gave her money. I got her a cake. I got her, I got her a dozen roses. I took her out to a fancy restaurant. I mean, I, I really went first class with her.
2: You're a good example, Brawler. That, that's that's the key. There's a reason why you guys are still together.
1: Oh, yeah. November will be 39 years.
2: Unbelievable.
1: It's insane.
2: Well, Thank you for your time as always. Okay. And I, I'll be back. And if you don't see me one day, don't feel like I have a distance. I don't. I understand. And I, I, it's a pleasure. We get you as much as we do. So thank you.
1: I, I got to go back on the road again. The planes suck.
2: I, I It's my favorite thing of not traveling is nice, is not going on airplanes. So I, I feel for you.
1: Yeah, but at Delta, I'm, I'm a gold for life. So I get upgraded all the time.
2: Oh, I bet the miles that you've racked up, man, You that's you. That's, Four million. Jeez, years. yeah, so unbelievable. So that's it. I'm oh. Back to back to
1: the audience tomorrow night, and I'm getting new people from the gym to join your show. There's a new guy. Called, if you see a guy called Easy G,
2: Easy G, he only has like 12 followers, but he's legit. All right, no, that's good. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I told him I would tell you that. Oh, you're the man, Brawler. You remember, Easy G, Easy G. he knew? He mocked out when he seen, when he found out who I was. I love it. So. All right, right, back. All right, brother. You take care. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Brooklyn Brawler, ladies and gentlemen. Brawler Real here on Twitter. I think that's a perfect way to end today's show. Guys, thank you very, very much, everybody. If you guys want to check out my Feed Me More Nutrition on FeedMeMore.com, new customers can save 30% discount code RideBack 30 Returning customers 20% discount code FeedMe20 and a free shaker bottle with all orders on feedmemore.com. We've got all the Ryback merch, guys. And I've got my hot sauce on fire.com for the Chug Challenge. Beyond insane hot. You want to try something and see how tough you are? Buy a bottle or two of the League of fire at fire.com. It's on the front page on my Ryback uh, Pepper Slam Chug Challenge. You just follow the instructions with it, do it online, post it on social media. I'll reshare your videos for you guys on it. It's, uh, see if you could do the challenge and pass it. It is intense. I will tell you that much on it guys with everything though. Thank you for all the love and support iTunes reviews. If you can swing over to iTunes after the show and, uh, leave a star rating and write a review. Thank you very much. Thank you. Once again, to all my Twitter subscribers, I do follow any subscribers back and, uh, until next time, my friends stay hungry, feed me. More. Hey Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shop those notifications. For the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest, cool new Ryback merch, visit FeedMeMo.com.